Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Money Smart Pod. I'm your host, Sean McMahon, and since it's March, that means it's time for another road trip. I'm coming to you from sunny Boca Raton, Florida, where this podcast is excited to bring you our second year of coverage from the International Futures Industry Conference, or as it's more commonly known, FIA Boca. The first day's events just wrapped up, so here's a quick recap of what went down here at the conference. FIA President and CEO Walt Lucan kicked things off with a lively recap of what has been a heck of a year for the derivatives industry. In addition to geopolitical events that drove increased trade volumes, Lucan touched on how the industry responded to incidents like the implosion of FTX and the cyber attack on ion markets. But through it all, Lucan highlighted how the industry persevered, notching an eye-popping 34% increase in global exchange-traded derivatives volumes last year. Lucan also touted the key role the FIA has played with regard to the Derivatives Markets Institute for Standards, which is working to build consensus around important issues like settlement timeframes, trade reference data, and average pricing for allocated trades. And when it comes to current events, it should come as no surprise that the steps policymakers have taken in recent days to shore up the U.S. banking system has been a hot topic here in Boca, specifically because of the impact the news has had on trade volumes on exchanges around the world. When the leaders of the major exchanges took to the stage for a panel discussion, which is an annual tradition here in Boca, they highlighted how markets function properly to handle insane amounts of market volatility. And of course, after Sam Bankman-Fried and the team at FTX made such a big splash at last year's conference, the crypto exchange's spectacular collapse was also discussed. The auto-liquidation proposal FTX put forth before it crashed and burned received particular scorn, with Jeff Sprecher, the boss of Intercontinental Exchange, highlighting how such ideas flew in the face of hundreds of years of laws about how society handles people's money. Sprecher went on to contrast the auto-liquidation proposal with the way regulators handled the collapse of banks in recent days, noting the crucial role humans can play when they step into a delicate situation, take a breath, and then make an informed decision. The exchange leaders also explored the growth of cloud computing and the importance of cybersecurity. Terry Duffy from CME Group even mentioned that cybersecurity was a factor in the deal his exchange did with Google Cloud because he appreciated knowing the massive amounts of resources that Google could throw at keeping CME Group's data safe and secure. Now that you know what Walt Lucan and the exchange leaders were up to today, it's time to hear the perspective of a regulator. Earlier today, I sat down with CFTC Commissioner Summer Mersinger to glean some insights from her about the hot topics here in Boca. I think you'll enjoy our conversation. I'm pleased to be joined by Commissioner Summer Mersinger. Commissioner Mersinger, how are you doing? Doing all right. How are you? Beautiful weather here in Boca. Indeed. It's about 80 degrees, a little mm-hmm. warm, lots of sunshine. Uh, I wanted to catch up with you because, heck, you know, it's your first Boca as a regulator. Yeah. What's your first impression? It is quite the show. There's a lot of people here, but you know, definitely a, a very friendly crowd and beautiful resort. Can't complain about that. Uh, but it, and there's a lot to talk about. I think that's the other kind of great thing about the timing here with Boca. There's there's a lot going on, so everybody has a lot to to discuss t- over this week. Yeah, so let's dive right into that. What are some of the hot topics you're hearing in the hallways here? Yep. Well, absolutely, everyone's talking about some of the some of the bank 
I don't want to say failures, but um, certainly some of the banks going into receiverships, you know, how that impacts, at least on our end at CFTC, you know, registered entities that are involved with those banks and just kind of looking at that. So that's been, that's been a topic. Certainly there's a lot of market volatility because of this, a lot of very large margin calls over the last few days. So that has come up quite a bit in some of the discussions. And, you know, I think everybody's still kind of talking about market structure and and clearing and, and the, the normal uh, everyday vanilla topics, but certainly it's, there's kind of this new, you know, I would say the, the, the added volatility has has really, you know, come up as the big the big topic of discussion. That makes perfect sense. So, was, did the uh, did all the drama around Silicon Valley Bank uh, step on your weekend before you hop on a plane <laughs> to come down here? Or? Well, it was every time you know you you read the news, you're like, wait, I thought it was one bank. Now it's you know, no, it's it's definitely something that we're we're keeping a close eye on. And so, even this morning before anything got started, we had a call with our market intelligence. Um, staff to go through kind of, you know, what they're seeing in the markets and then our discussions with with all the various entities that we oversee. So it will definitely kind of, it it adds an extra meeting (laughs) to my meeting list while I'm here. Yeah. And how are all those meetings going? I understand, you know, this is obviously an event where there's a lot of international regulators, international exchange leaders you can meet with. So what are, you know, first of all, some of the messages you're hearing from those folks and any kind of message you're trying to send their way when you talk to them? Yeah, I am. You know, I think the great thing about this is everyone's kind of in one area. So you do get to kind of have these back to back meetings with with individuals that normally you might you know, talk to one group, you know, maybe you're talking to the London Stock Exchange one month, and then months later, you're talking to another entity. And so it it is nice to kind of have everybody in one place. You know, everybody has kind of a little bit different issue that they're working on. You know, we've, I've talked to some folks today about some of the just swap execution type rules, the the made available to trade, um, those sorts of, you know, kind of rules, implementations, a lot of people talking about moving, um, continuing the the, tra- the transfer to SOFR from LIBOR, and, you know, kind of that work stream. So it's it's been, you know, kind of different topics from different folks, but certainly, it, it's been nice to just be able to sit down and, and, and talk to folks and not have these, you know, you talk to one group and you, you hear them out and then you talk to another on the same issue and, and you kind of almost forgotten what the last group had said, where here you, you, there's some continuity to the, to the discussion. Yeah. As far as the, the library to SOFR goes, I mean, that's, that transition has taken quite a while. It's, yes. You, you got to feel like you're coming into the end of something that, you know, you clearly didn't start, but now you got to be kind of here as a, you know, hopefully it gets a little closer across the finish line. So yep. what are the stuff you got working on? I know you're pretty active with the, uh, the energy and environmental markets advisory committee you have set up. So, so what's the latest work coming out of that group? Yeah. So we actually just had a meeting a couple of weeks ago in Tennessee. We we're in Nashville. Um, we, before the meeting, before the official meeting, we did a, a tour of the um, GM electric vehicle factory where they're, where they're making um, one of their new electric vehicles. And, and we talked a little bit with their finance team about, you know, the, the difficulties of, you know, hedging in this new market where you're looking at, at metals and, and critical minerals. And, you know, suddenly you're not worried about 
what you normally would would be looking at for input costs. They've got new input costs with these electric vehicles. And so we we spent some time just talking about the metals markets, where they are now, where they could be headed, if there are futures products that exist in these markets, and you know how exchanges could potentially bring contracts to market related to the various metals that go into these batteries. So it was it was a lot on metals. We also talked a little bit about federal transmission rights. That's a FERC area of oversight. We have some enforcement authority in that area, but it, it definitely kind of, the two come together when we start talking about energy transition and upgrades that need to be made to some of the infrastructure in the nation to handle kind of this new electricity load that that we're putting, you know, we're seeing coming online. So it was an interesting discussion to kind of go back and see where that came from, you know, how how we ended up in this kind of dual jurisdiction space and, you know, where it's where it's headed. So interesting discussions. I think we'll continue talking quite a bit about metals um, and, and batteries and, and what it will take because that's really where where all the, you know, energy contracts are going from, you know, a, a very liquid markets, you know, where we, with natural gas and, and, and crude to these not liquid, maybe non-existent metals markets. And so just trying to understand how, how that'll transition. Yeah, definitely the, uh, the precious metals and stuff has been in the news a lot lately. It seems like, uh, sometimes it feels a little bit like the wild west in terms of hoovering up supply yeah. chain and who's not. Where it's so. coming from, how they have to, you know, obtain it. It's, it is very interesting. Well, that's great. I appreciate the work you're doing. And like I said, something that's going to affect a lot of our lives uh, yep. on the battery sector side of things. So listen, Commissioner, I know you're super busy today, so I really appreciate you making time. I know you got wall-to-wall meetings, so uh, it's always great to chat with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at Modern Money Pod. And if you'd like a daily dose of Modern Money news delivered to your inbox, head on over to SmartBrief.com and sign up for the Modern Money Smart Brief. The Modern Money Smart Pod is a production of SmartBrief, a future company.